to a chip So say goodbye to everything you ever knew before And I'd understand if you went running out the door And I'll keep you safe And no harm will ever come to you, I swear And I'll kill if they even dare Hi, Your Highness. <laughs> Hi. Hi, you are indeed. I did not have my microphone in front of me what? at all. You may have heard a thump at the end of that song. That was me. <laughs> God damn it. Thank you, Murder <gasps> Party. Language. We oh, didn't even give the explicit content right. warning. Okay. Thank you, Murder Party. Oh, so good. We how love are, those guys. Boot, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. And how are you? I am fantastic. It's been a nice week in Michigan. Yep. A little bit of rain. April showers. Yeah, Bring beautiful. Those Had some flowers. thunderstorms. Oh. I love the thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were down at our yeah. one of our favorite spots for several hours. Railroad Trackville. Mm-hmm. There's like five. Oh, we met a new dude, too. His name yep. is Tim, and he started following us on Facebook. Thank you, Tim. He has a really cool dog, Moose. Oh, my God. <laughs> the greatest dog ever. I really just want to say that we are not DMX fans. We don't right. We have we a, don't roll his records mm. around here on the daily. However, mad respect to DMX. Yeah. Just like super mad, 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 mad music respects goes out to him and oh, uh, goodness his, and his crew. Uh, DMX, age 50, passed away, man, heart attack. Those guys on their bikes. Hmm. Crazy. So I think we should just, uh, understand that a huge part of the music world lost, uh, just a phenomenal rapper. And <laughs> whether we listen to him or not, we have to. I appreciate we have what to he does. Appreciate yeah, that. So and has done. We light yep. a candle for you, DMX. You're you're just a baby, fifty years old. Cheers. So, can I give the explicit content warning before you say anything naughty? No, I'm probably gonna start crying. I don't even know the oh. guy. Oh. Okay, go for it. So if you, well, first of all, not me. Uh, Her Highness may say a naughty word or two. And we don't want any children to listen to that and hear, you know. Poop! Yep, booger. She said, she's said she been saying booger a lot lately. Booger's my favorite. Ass fuck. <gasps> okay. Also, ass fuck is a great word. It, fuck it, is just a great word right, all um, on its own. But ass fuck that, is that's a whole very, different level. Yeah, it's very descriptive. Um, hey, shit fuckery over there. Oh, what see, are you okay, doing? now she's doing it and... I, I really don't you want your kids. You better hurry up and get that yeah, content out. To turn it down quickly before the kids hear it. Quickly. Also, if you happen to find out that your son has secretly bought himself a pair of Crocs, and he's been wearing them around proudly throughout the neighborhood. I swear to God, if my... They're camouflage. I'm, I'm not kidding. If any of my own children do that, I will personally hunt their asses down and say, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of this motherfucking world. <laughs> take those that, goddamn oh, they're awful. tractor I don't know why supply company cracks off. 
So what happens if your kid's walking around with Crocs on and socks on? Well, first of all, you have to get yourself some counseling (gasps) to figure out how to deal with it yourself. What if he's got Crocs on his feet and a sock on his cock? (gasps) That's a Chili Peppers redneck uh, Mm. 18-mile move. Anyways. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. We don't have insurance for camouflage Crocs. Wearing people. Wearing motherfuckers. So don't let your kid listen to us, but thank you for letting us seep into your earballs. That's pretty cool. Hey, you have some new listeners to Oh my gosh, we had a quite a plethora of them this time. April Juan is listening to us and or likes us on one of our our socials. Oh, you know this guy. I got a kiss from him on the forehead one night. It made me so happy. Michael Shenneman. Oh, yeah, he's cool. I do like Shenny. Michael Shenneman. The Murder Maidens. Great podcast. Super good podcast. This Murder one. Murder Maidens. I don't even know. This is a Twitter follower and the number. It's 350ZPRLA. I don't know. Okay. Mean something to that person. Thank you, person. Thank you very much. Human being for following us. We have Alexander Connor 3, Raya Rajput 6015. You're reading this, I can tell. I am, because I don't know how to pronounce things. Mooney Kaden, Kaden, K-A-T-U-N. Katun. Mooney Katun. Katun. Thank you, Mooney. We also have... Juan Panero. Thanks, Juan Panero, for following you, us. Tommy Erickson happens to be in a band. Tommy. He's following us. Crystal Priby Sagal. S-A-W-G-L-E. Names are so hard. I know. I Why? Know. Yeah. Okay, this name isn't hard. Tim Hall. Tim Hall. We With a cool dog. We met Tim Hall this weekend and while hanging out at the railroad track area. He's like mentioning friends that we're all mutual friends with. It's like, it's where insane. have you been? Small like, world. What the heck? So hopefully he's given us a listen. He just had the coolest old dog mm-hmm. and it was great. Moose. Moose. Shout out to Moose. Hey, your highness. What? We have merchandise that Wait, people can. Wait, one second. <gasps> you know what? What? All of you people who I just mentioned if you shoot us an email with your address, we will gladly spit out a sticker to you. We have stamps and envelopes and stickers. It's all ready to go. Mm-hmm. So Michigan Murders Music at Gmail. Send us your address. I'll send you a sticker. Merch boot. Merch. We have merchandise we're for even, sale. We're even wearing our own merchandise around. Yep. Presently. And we act like it's not us. Right. Makes you feel kind of cool, doesn't it? I mean, I just have to say. So you can buy all kinds of things: t-shirts, mugs, t-shirts of your choice. Base. I think yeah. we've only, we've sold like only eight Whatever things, size which you is want. fantastic. Thank you guys. Every single item has been something different, and you can find that at MichiganMurdersMusic.com. Yes, you can. There's, there's three there's, shop now buttons on there, and yep. they all lead to the same place. I know just, our pod. Cast is called Michigan Murders and Music, but this this site is called MichiganMurdersMusic.com. Yep. I think you'll M. find it. You'll like it. You guys are all smart enough. Also, thanks to everyone who has already purchased something on our site. We've had about, I don't know, like I said, six to eight sales. Fuck, that's five more sales than I thought we would have. So thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. 
All right. We've talked about the email. We've talked about our new thugs. Share us with a friend. Did you share? all. Let us seep into your friend's earballs. Like, if you have them captured in your car for a road trip, just put us on. They have no choice but to listen to us then. And you can just be like, mwah, ha, 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 This week, we are featuring... Top of the hour to you there. For the second TikTok clock. This week, we are featuring for the <laughs> second week in a row a fantastic band from Grand Rapids called Ale and the Black Cats. Fantastic stuff. Uh, great band. Also, the reason we do that is because this was a twofer episode. Mm-hmm. And anytime we do a part one and a part two, we use the same we band use the twice. Same band. So if you are a band and you listen to us and you're from Michigan, get your info to us. Yep. Where are we going to, Boo? Put up- we are off to Harrison, Michigan, hand. which is Throw right your up here. Hand in the it's air. relatively easy to find if you know where 127 like is. You just don't care. Nobody knows where and, that is. Okay, 127 goes north-south. Most people know, if you're from Michigan, where Houghton Lake is. Mm-hmm. So it's basically right between Mount Pleasant and Houghton Lake. If you like, just divide that distance in half, it's pretty much right there. It's a small town. That's where Harrison is? Yeah. That's weird. You're weird. I wonder why they call it Clare County. I don't know. Probably Clare we have- sounds like a fat girl's name. Ah, Breakfast Club. (laughs) Thank you for picking up on that. Well, dude, do you know how many times I've watched that movie? Are you shitting me? Okay, so you guys, we talked about John McRaney. Excuse me, I am not ready. Oh my God, you should get me some ice. So last week we talked about John McRae. He lived in Florida and mysteriously a couple of younger children boys disappeared around him and then he just up and moved his family to michigan that's because things were getting tingly and hot by his balls down in florida oh yeah remember? investigations were getting a little Ooh. too close to mm-hmm. him he had to shave his nugs just to get away yep. nugs so, and head he moves to michigan right mm-hmm. guess what they find a body in Michigan, you guys. Yep. This, this is just a little foreshadowing to something that's coming up later in our story that we'll elaborate on. Uh-huh. 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 So in the fall of 1997, a farmhand was going to knock some chunky cement pieces into the ground. This, crack. this is such a 19, this is just an old, okay, people still do it. This is why we find shit in our backyard all the time. Oh, if you don't know what to do with something, you dig a they big hole. They just dig a hole it. and just shove <laughs> yeah. fucking shit into the hole. Yep, and bury it. So that's what this guy was going to do. They had these big, chunky cement pieces that were left out in the field, and this woman's horses kept hurting themselves on it. And she was like, screw this. We're going to bury those things, right? Right. Within a couple of backhoes full of dirt, whatever. Yeah, just, er, er. He stops and realizes there's a skull. Dude, I saw the picture. It looked. It looks like a toy. I mean, it's not like you're. You can't tell for sure. It's not like that plastic skull that I think Cyrus chewed up of yours. (laughs) It was very dark in color, but it it was like, what the. It It, was just. It didn't look like a rock. Oh my God. It was creepy as fuck. 
They called the sheriff because they believe they just found the skull of someone who everybody has been looking for for a long, long time, like a decade. In 1984, John Rodney McRae moved his family from Florida. The investigations were still going on and getting really hot. Yeah, that's when they were getting hot in the nugs, remember? Mm -hmm. So they were like, ooh, we're going to go to Michigan. Thanks. Harrison, Michigan. We told you where that is. Claire, Fat Girl County. Oh. (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble for that. The family, absolutely, because we are so inappropriate. Also, should have been in our illicit content. Yes. The family did move around that county a bit before they finally settled down in a mobile home on some property. Mm -hmm. John managed once again to align himself with the extracurricular activities enjoyed by young children. This is mainly boys. Mm -hmm. He was involved in the Cub Scouts, the 4-H. Everybody. This is all via his son, Martin. Yeah, so he is like, oh, I have a son, so I'll place myself in this position. It's a reoccurring theme. Oh, oh my God. And you know what else is weird? What? They raised Angora goats. You know, Uh, (laughs) and something interesting about that comes up later in the story. It didn't work. Oh. He was taking care of his invalid he, wife. Yep, he didn't work. He he was taking care of his in, invalid. 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 <laughs> it was said their property was a bit. <laughs> if you don't stop, I'm going to shove it's a goat hoof fun. in your. If you don't listen to Goat Boy, you're nobody. So their property was very disheveled and. It wasn't very taken care of. Right. We thought ours, ours is beautiful compared <sighs> to. It's like watching hoarders and you. Look at your own house. Oh, we drive around some of the rural areas, and it's it's mm, horrible. It makes the me feel so good places about people how we take care live. of our house. Their property had, like, outbuildings. It was ranshackled, kind of. Like, they just had weird outbuildings for the goats, and they lived in a single-wide trailer. And, you know, those usually fall apart in, like, yeah. two years. They weren't taking care of anything. It just looked no, like just shabby as hell. And shabby as fuck. Thanks. Mm-hmm. The neighbor, the one who ends up buying the property, was once asked to care for their animals while they went away for the weekend. Oh, my God. This is a lady who who was uh, pushing those cement things in because her horses got hurt from them. She was like, oh, okay, I'll take care of your animals for the weekend. I'm a so, nice neighbor like that. There weird. were goats living in the house. In the house. Kittens in the kitchen drawer, which I'm I understand. Pretty yeah. sure there's... Probably we have one in our bathroom drawer right now. Oh my god, one was in my. It's the same one. We keep we act like that's our 50. cat. She's adorable. She was in my backpack last night. Yes, that she fucker. was. Anyway, so it needs to say, okay, people have goats and mini horses live in their houses. That's not unheard of. Pigs, it's not unheard of. But I feel like these people probably weren't very clean about it. No. Compared to how they, you know, took care. Definitely unclean. You think she probably was like, I'm never doing that oh, again. Gosh darn right. That's for sure. You try to help someone out and it ends up being disgusting. And then what? The consensus around the area was that this guy was very involved with his son's life and kept a close eye on him. That's because of people like him. He, he knows that are like, perverts like him. I know Th- there's, there's perverts mm, around, so I'm going to keep an eye on my son so someone like me doesn't right? fucking rape him. 
In the fall of 1987, Randy and his sister were supposed to get on the bus after school. Oh my God, riding the bus is a nightmare. Yeah, I didn't All like it. All on its own. Randy's sister watched Randy walk across the school parking lot instead of getting on the bus. And remembering that he was going to stay at a friend's that evening, she didn't She didn't think anything of it. She passed it off. Right. It was the last time she saw him. Last time his sister saw him. Yeah. The next morning, the school calls because Randy was absent. Yes. And his parents also found out that he did not make it to his friends for that sleepover. And yes, they were having a sleepover during the week. I let my kids do that sometimes. It's okay. We could never do that. Not during a school night because we'd be up too late. My parents would. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Guaranteed we would have been up too late. My parents let me fucking do everything. They still didn't panic at this point, though, because he had just been in a fight with his dad about a hunter safety course that he wanted to take. And his dad was like, no, you're not taking it. And so they thought he was kind of being rebellious and maybe took off. I get that. In you anger. Know, and yeah. Only if he was, you know, a little bit of a, a shit to begin with. But otherwise it'd be I like, kind of, nah, I, I don't know. It didn't seem like, okay. It, it didn't seem like he was a bad kid. He wasn't a bad kid. He was known to kind of go off every now and then if he didn't get his way. Mary oh. Kay. Mary Kay. After a day or so goes by, the family does start to worry because he doesn't show up to school. He doesn't show up to any of his friends. Yeah, he so they hasn't came back home. Finally, call the police. They questioned some of the friends, but came up empty-handed. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the local police just classified him as a runaway. Yeah, you know they canvassed the neighborhood and shit, asked everybody, and came up with nothing. And they were like, "Well, it just sounds like he's." Just left. For the first six months, not one thing. Nothing was printed or said in the news about Randy's disappearance. The police kept saying it was a runaway and that he'd be back. Is that flabbergastable or what? I can't believe it, really. Six months. You forget uh about things in six months. Actually, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they eventually put him on a milk carton like we had with the kids. Oh, I didn't know that. When we were kids. I think so. I I think I read that and forgot to put it in here. Cool. The police kept saying he was a runaway and he'd be back. They said this after two weeks. They said it after four weeks. They said it after six months. The kid's missing, for fuck's sakes. Why would they do that? I don't understand it. Oh, and they kind of still do. They still do do that. This You said do-do. <laughs> they really had nothing to go upon until one of the neighbors heard that he was missing and told the cops that... He had seen him in the passenger seat of a van being driven by an adult Mother. male. Oh, look at what you have on. Oh, I was just going to say motherfucking vans. You gotta. Ban the van. Yep. Hashtag true crime garage. I'm wearing one of their shirts. Randy even waved to the neighbor out of the van. Like was like, hey, buddy. He probably had a whole basket full of candy in his lap and uh, was living yeah. life. The van was heading south out of town. Mm -hmm. And that's all they had. Randy, a small boy who was normally teased and bullied, was missing. There had been a carnival in the town that weekend. Randy's mom hoped that he had joined the carnival. But who would really hope that their kid had joined the carnival? I mean, come on. It's better than the alternative. He was known to. I mean, come on. When you're a kid, carnival life seems cool. And then you're an adult and you're like, yeah, it's kind of shady as fuck. 
Mm-hmm. Authorities did follow up into the whole carnival situation. The company asked all the people who worked for the carnival. No evidence came up that he had joined the circus in the carnival. Weeks passed, and there claimed to be another Randy sighting. Someone said they saw him at Marvin Farron's Marvin Farron's house, a young man just a few years older than Randy. It was also said that when Marvin saw any of the missing persons flyers of Randy, that he would just laugh at him. Sounds like a douchebag. A little disturbing, but we know that people give false confessions. We know people are fucked up. We don't know when he's like, what's going on there. Police followed up on Randy also to no avail. He was just probably a bully that thought it was funny that this little boy who he bullied all the time wasn't around anymore. Yeah. We don't know. And then Florida called. Florida called? I know. The entire state. Hey, Michigan. Hey, this is Florida. What's going on up there? (laughs) Hey, I'm Michigan. Hello, Florida. Uh, How's the weather? (laughs) Oh, sticky. Oh, Sticky. Jesus. Alligators everywhere. Yeah, well, we've got a hurricane on the way down here there, so can uh, we get this over with? Wait, am I Florida or Michigan? I I don't know. know yet. Okay. So investigators down there wanted to know if they knew anything about John Rodney McRae. Why? Because there was three missing persons in Florida, all involving young young men ages 12 to 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a suspect in. (laughs) So creepy. He being Jodney McRae. Nay, nay. Yeah, Michigan people, all of Michigan, was like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. We just had a kid go missing a couple weeks ago there. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, you make us sound like Midwesterners. Oh, we are, dear. They thought it odd that put you in a wood chipper. John would be a suspect, though, because Randy was friends with John's son, Marvin, and often stayed at their goat-filled home. <laughs> I am so sorry. Okay, I let my kids stay at a lot of people's houses, but I think if I just drove by their house, I'd be like, yeah, why don't you come over to our house? That'll that'll be better. Goats are fantastic. They're cool, but they have little pellets that they drop all over the place. Back to our story. They did interview John after Randy went missing, just like they did all the parents. Wasn't even on their radar as a suspect. He didn't raise any flags well they go to question john and the family is mysteriously gone yeah just after florida calls they're mm-hmm. like okay uh-uh, we've got uh-uh. florida called we've got to go back and re-question this asshole and he's just gone you want to know how he leaves let's hear it this is great get it boo this is so fucking fantastic i can't even he's a douchebag this is so so fuckery mm-hmm so Let's hear much. it, baby. Yeah, I have to say it. Oh, okay. You know, the cops are getting their shit together. John's in town at the local car shop, and he's like, hey, buddy, can I get some tires today, and I'll pay you tomorrow? What did Popeye used to say? Was um, it, it was Bluto. Wasn't it Bluto? Somebody Not Bluto. In, I know yeah. somebody, I'll gladly yeah. pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That kind of deal. And the dude was like, all right, I'll put tires on your yep. car. And- this is great. The next morning, 
He gets the car back or whatever and goes yeah. home with his new tires on. And then the next morning, what happens? He, John tied his dog up at the at the dude's shop with a note on the collar asking him to take care of the dog for him. So he shafted the dude out of the tires and gave him a dog. Oh, my. <laughs> I hope it was a good dog because, you know. I hope it wasn't a Jack off. Russell. Oh. The family had upped and moved to Arizona Mesa, Arizona, in particular, where Mm. John's mother lived. Authorities searched John's property like crazy after hearing... They searched it so hard. So hard. (laughs) They took all the dogs. After hearing about the Florida deal, they just searched the shit out of that property. Goats are coming up again in a minute. Cadaver dogs were brought in. They did all the things. Nothing. They they came up empty-handedly. They also learned that the van John drove was the same vehicle that Randy had last been seen alive in. You guys. The van had two stickers. bumper stickers on them. Would you like to know what they said? It said, have you hugged your kid today? And the other one said, don't let your child go with strangers. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That's if that's not the classic. Might as well have said candy on the side or free, free. candy. I don't know. My dog is missing. Puppies inside. <laughs> Kittens. Phone chargers. <laughs> Charge Xbox. your phone free in here. Really? <laughs> Have you hugged your kid today? No. As a matter of fact, I haven't. I, mm. He doesn't live at home anymore. Guess how long it took before the farm hand that we talked about at the beginning of the story with the backhoe who found the skull? Guess how many years it was, Boo? So... so I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say 10 years. Oh, God. Such a <laughs> wild guess. With that paperwork right in front of you. Yeah. 10 years later, after John and his family move up from Florida, after Randy goes missing, they finally find that skull. Yeah, they dig up the that skull. That skull. They now have a body and enough evidence to convict. Mm-hmm. John and his son, Martin, were brought back to the Mitten State to be prosecuted. Martin's charges were soon dropped. John stayed in jail with first-degree murder charges. While in jail, John asked his wife to send their old neighbor, Dean. You know, you have a crush on Dean, but Dean. that's from a different, different show. Supernatural. Who also happened to be a volunteer auxiliary deputy to come speak with him. Well, Dean was like, I'm going to visit John. And when he did, he had his uniform on. Yeah, good. Which kind of caused problems later, but I don't think I talked about it. It just caused court problems because he had his uniform on. Stupid. Dean wasted no time with small talk and asked John if he did it. John lowered his head and said, Dean, it was bad. It was bad. The drama is real. It's palpable. Randy's Pal- body palpable? had been palpable. Pal- palpable. Anyway, you're starting to talk like I am. Randy's body had been brutally tortured with a knife, like disgustingly tortured. In the the hole, they found sacks that were bound together by rope. Several miscellaneous clothing items were thrown in the hole. Michigan State Archaeological Department came and they helped with the excavation of the bones. Randy's clavicle had been cut in half. His spine had been cut in half. Investigators would like to believe he had already passed away when this happened, but there's no way of really knowing. 
No, sure. I mean. <sighs> in 1998, John Randy McRae was convicted of first-degree murder in the knife slaying of 15-year-old Randy, whose body lay buried under a concrete slab near John's home for 10 years. Dude, that's 18 ways of fucked up. Oh, yeah. I was Not- living there the whole time. Uh, that's Insane. Rumor has it that John has boasted to cellmates that he actually killed around 30 boys. But, you know, I think that's just to puff up his own image in jail. I'm sure he did more than what he got busted for, but um, 30 is We may never know. Ridiculous. We so, don't. He's pretty crafty. We have no basis for that assumption. It's just an assumption. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means. And. And John never gave up any information about Mm-mm. the Florida boys. Nope. He denied all of it. Did not. In fact, he didn't give up any information about anything. Until the end. Yeah. yeah not even until he just well, tried not to even, yes. stay in control. Guess what I learned, though? Okay, wait. What? Oh, my God. Here, the goats come okay, into play. Yeah. I love this. Okay, so John tried to stay in control until the end, like I said. So he wouldn't tell anybody you know, what he had done and why he had, you know, he he didn't give anybody any any of the dig. You remember when he upped and moved to Arizona and the cops came and everybody. The cadaver dogs. Yeah, and the cadaver dogs didn't pick up the scent of this Randy's body who was 10 feet away. Why is that? Come to find out. This is fantastic. Goat piss. Mm-hmm. Goat piss, you guys. Goat Piss. It disguises or masks the smell Fuck that dogs lime. pick up on. Lime is now the old school murderer's <laughs> way. Get yourself some goat piss. If you really want to murder your shit up, you better get some goat piss. They got to retrain the dogs. Oh my God. Goat piss. Mm-hmm. Goat piss kept them from finding that child 10 years earlier. It's insane. What the fuck? So that's... John Rodney McRae Nene, he was a disgusting, knife, brutal, necro boinker. He apparently was sexually abused as a kid. That doesn't give him any sort of license to do anything like that. No, and I just left this off with, oh, you remember his son, Martin? I I don't know what that means. I didn't type anything else. You know what, your highness? No, I got to tell you about his son, Martin. I just didn't finish the story. Well, let's hear it before I go pee. His son, Martin, at age 30, is charged in Nevada for child molestation, for lewd contact with young girls. Oh, one of the articles said it was his daughter and her friend. Oh my Another God. article just said it was like two young daughters. So this is a family that just should be ixnayed yep. on the open stayed mm-hmm. and just cut that line right out of the earth. You really have to pee to that bad. That. You're like holding your wiener. <laughs> you're, I, am, you're I haven't even touched and my wiener. You were too. You were just doing the cup hold. You guys, throughout this episode, I mentioned ban the van because this guy has a van. We have a van. We love our van. We don't give candy out of it. Ban the van is a true crime garage podcast thing. And we bought t-shirts and they look exactly like our van. They do. It's It's, it's the same same model and everything. So I'm sure if you're listening to us, you've 
probably listen to True Crime Garage Dudes, but if you haven't, go listen to them. Funny stuff. There's. Do we have a band today? There's that Necker. We know who we're going to feature. That Necker Boinker's over. Oh. See, I'm trying to tell you something here. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Announce the band so you can go shit downstairs and not up here. We have a great band. Oh, my God. Excuse me. That was not me. That was the dog. Oh, nice try. We want to feature one more time Elf and the Black Cats. Elf and the Black Cats. Guess what song it is? It's called Move On. Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. 
Episodes are researched and written by your highness. Edited by your highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.